Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. And we're on. Hey everyone, I'm Liam the daughter. I'm Lori, I'm the mom. Welcome to Witch Whispers. Witch Whispers. Oh my god. It's this the, is it. It's the long-awaited roast. Today is the day. Return of the roast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It's been like a year. This yeah. <laughs> is supposed to be like classic. <laughs> classic us. We're like, we're going to make this a regular thing. Regular means once a year. First. Once per year. <laughs> We bring it out only at very special occasions. Oh, yeah. shit. And I am up today. Oh, my gosh. You are up. So this is why it took so long. Do you want to explain yourself, Laura? I've been working on this for like six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Virgo thing you've ever right? said. Oh, my gosh. I know. Yeah. And that Libra rising of yours, you've been like, well, I can see it from this angle and this yeah. angle. And that. Yeah. You're yeah. not good at roasting people. I'm very good at roasting people. <laughs> You're a good roaster. I love to be part Part of a roast. I love to participate you know in a what? roast. You're I like, just don't like to be the roaster. You're like the good hype man I'm the of a peanut roast. Gallery. <laughs> you're a peanut gallery roaster. I like that. I'm, like, I'm center cheering stage. Cheering you on. Who is a fucking surprise. You're I'm like, front and center. oh, talking shit? Let me have the microphone. Uh, so this roast yeah. might look a little different from yeah. the last one. It would be interesting. I went back and listened I'm so to your excited. roast of Ed and Lorraine Warren, which I mean, if you haven't listened to that That's one like yet. That's like a fan favorite. That, I don't even remember what the fuck I said. Hilarious. I listened my alter ego <laughs> took over and I blocked out. It was hilarious. So I don't think I can, you know, you know, the bar is high. Oh, would you stop it? You have the your bar own high. bar. This is Laura's version this of a roast. This is Laura's version of a roast. And we're all excited roast. about it because I'm sure it's going to be real, like, fucking analytical. It's going to be the opposite <laughs> of what I did. Uh, I feel as though Fact Check Jake needs to make, like, a roast theme song. Yes. Like a dun-dun-dun. Is that, wait, that's, like, someone else's theme song. But what I did feel you, like, like, I feel like I'm going to bust it in. I don't know what that was. Well, Walt's chestnut. <laughs> oh, Walt Disney's chestnuts roasting <laughs> open fire. Can we put that to a theme song? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, every roast has its own individual theme song. I love it. I love that, yeah. Because Laura's about to roast the shit out of him. I am. You know what? I okay. Uh, I'm so excited. You know what? Here's the thing. We all talk about it here at Uncle Bob's. <laughs> I am not the, the hugest Disney fan. And it's not no. that I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. just not my jam. You're not, well, first of all, you're not like an animated. No. No. person at Mm-mm, all no it's not just disney you're not really a fan of the the old animation yeah unless yeah, it's like stop motion or something sure ray harryhausen <laughs> yeah i gotta get ray in there again ray <laughs> sets the bar ray okay <laughs> yeah because if you look back really on my favorite disney movies they're all the ones with people in them exactly mm-hmm. mary poppins bed knobs and broomsticks right. you know those you are have like a my vibe. favorites yeah you do yeah okay so there you go so like 90 percent of disney's catalog is just that they're striking <laughs> out with you right it's just not the for me. <laughs> here's the thing i will say we love or i love i will like yeah. jake does too and uh 
October's very yeah. into the Disney she's songs. Trying to, she's trying to, you know, turn She me seems around. to be taking after you, though. Like, she likes the Mary Poppins and yes. stuff like that. But I like Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'm a Disney fan. Yeah. I want to go to Disney World. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I've actually <laughs> lied to any of you. Never in my life have I had a hankering to go. No, you haven't. No. But I think that you would love it. I think I probably would. Just because you love a detail. Yes. And it's very, like, you were yeah. immersed in the Disney World. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I feel like if I spent some of my time, you know what, if I was like hypomanic one month and I like really <laughs> delved into the Disney world, I could become a Disney adult. Could you? Or just like a split sec. <laughs> like it lives in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get it. And I just, I. Laura's the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Laura's like, I'm like, I don't get that. I don't get that. Okay. So I, I like this. As I a matter of fact, I was going to ask, do we, either of us have like a Disney shirt we're wearing today? No, no I don't own one. <laughs> But they're <laughs> starting off strong. Roasted already. You're like, fuck it all. Oh okay, so I'm excited for your yeah. perspective as someone who doesn't really care for Disney. Yeah, I thought, you know, I just never jived with the Disney thing. So sure. like, why? Is there <laughs> is there merits to it, you know? Lore has so, to investigate. Of course, I just had to, you know, tap those little fingers and all of the shit came up. And Tickle those ivories. And that's when I was like, What'd you find? damn, I'm validated. We need a roast, right? Okay, you know what? Cue the theme song back, Jake Jake. <laughs> Let the roast commence. I feel like Jeffrey Probst. Is that that guy's name on Survivor? Jeff Probst? Jeff Pro- Jeffrey. Why was I so formal? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah, the amount of material on Walt Disney, like the man. Probably overwhelming. astronomical. Yeah. So he's either painted as a monster or people worship the ground that he walked on. You know right. what I mean? And okay. so for every negative there's a there's an equally bright ten, positive. There's ten positive. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so for all intents and purposes <laughs> of this episode, we I mean, we all know who Walt Disney is. Everybody loves them. We've talked. Here's the thing. I feel like we have given you the other side of the argument because yeah. we have talked about a lot so of Disney films. Dis- yeah. Obviously, there's magic there. Yeah. They make magic. Of you course. know, we're not denying that. Yes. But this is a roast. So yeah. we will be giving you the flip side yes. to the coin. That's correct. Because Thanks. there is a flip side there, to every there coin. There is a flip side. I'm there the is. hype man today. Yeah. And you know what? I have to lead. With a trigger warning. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, like I said, I mean, how can a man who brought so much joy to billions of children get a trigger warning? He's getting he a trigger warning. with a trigger warning. Okay, fuck. That's shocking. All right. <laughs> so, first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Walt. Okay. All right. Walter Elias Walt. Disney. Walter. Walter. <laughs> Not Walter White. Walter Disney White. Ooh. Ooh. Mashup. <laughs> Similar vibe, I have a feeling. Okay. (laughs) All right. American animator, film producer, and entrepreneur. Okay. Pioneer of the American animation industry, Mm. born December 5th, 1901. Oh, okay. Sag. See a Sag. Sun in Sagittarius. Love that. (laughs) Love that, but it comes with a little bit of pain. Right. Over here. Okay. Right. Moon in Libra. (gasps) Rising in Virgo. Okay. Interesting. Hold on. Wait. Right? I don't think I like that, Laura. <laughs> right? I know. You know what? I don't think I like you're, that. You're definitely not going to. Nicholas Cage has a Libra moon. Does he? Random side note. Oh my gosh. Well, you're definitely not going to like this. His Venus. Oh no. His Mars. No. It's Capricorn, his Jupiter, isn't it? No. And no, his Saturn. No. All in Capricorn. Ah! <laughs> I felt that one in my stomach. Ew. <laughs> All right. So I entitled the first a phase. Venus in Capricorn? Yes. Sorry. Ouch. No. You know what? I would take Venus, a Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Holy shit. 
He's Capricorn heavy. You do know K-Pow. Well, he's dead. So no. <laughs> Rest in peace. Or I guess. is he? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> All right. So I entitled the first segment, Walt Disney Takes Over the World. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, give it to me. All right. Walt took a keen liking to drawing as a young boy and by the age of 18, mm-hmm had a job as a commercial illustrator. Okay. And by the 1920s, he had moved to California and set up Disney Brother Studios with his brother, Roy. Oh my God, I don't think I knew he had a brother. Oh Roy, yeah, where'd you go? Yeah, Roy took over after- uh, Oh, know. did he? Mm-hmm. Okay, way to go, Roy. Yes, he did. <laughs> um, his first big success came in 1928 with the introduction of the character Mickey Mouse, okay. of course, uh, which he co-developed with longtime friend and colleague- Colleague. Colleague, uh, Obby Iwerks. Okay. What a nice name. I was going to say that. that name. That just sounds like a little- uh, Like Cute. a little sprite. Cute. I love it. Um, here's the first red flag. Okay, Uh All right. Walt never gave proper credit to iWorks for his contributions. I've heard about this. Yeah. Yes. And um, iWorks like stuck with him through thick and thin, Mm -hmm. even after everybody else left and went on to do their own things and form their own companies. He stuck by Walt. Um, Eventually he had had enough and he left to do his own thing. But as time would have it. So he took full credit for Mickey Mouse. Well, he just didn't give him the credit where credit is due. He left yeah. some things out. He left some God things out. I'm, I'm going to be a little vague. <laughs> He's a little picky and a little choosy Got it. with what he uh, right, right. credited Ubi sure. with. Obby. Ubi, Obby. Ubi, Obby. I, like I want to say Ubi, but it's like spelled Ubi, but it's Obby. All right, maybe. <laughs> Dobby. So anyway, um, over time, he ended up coming back. Obby ended up coming back and working for Disney again. Okay. I don't know what happened. Maybe things didn't work out with his company, but the friendship was a done deal. Got it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Um, very sad. Oh no. Okay. Rest in peace to that friendship. I know. As Walt's company began to grow, he ventured into full length animated features. Okay. Well, such as Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Shooting for the stars. In 1937. Okay. Not a fave of mine. No. I well, like it's the one. first though. Oh, is it the first? I think it is the first. I guess yeah. you did just say that. <laughs> Check me. No. Uh, um, and then, you know, along came Pinocchio, Dumbo, Bambi, on and on. Dude, Bambi. I know. That one was rough. Right? Why were you showing that to me as a fucking kid? We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. All right. So then came the live action animation with movies like Mary Poppins. Uh, you know, and you're in your bag, Laura. This yeah, is where you shine. Some broomsticks, yes. right? And the rest is pretty much history. Okay. The Disney Empire is born. We all know it. And is about a $67 billion a year enterprise. Ouch. I also oh. felt that one in the gut. That hurts. Right. That yes. hurts me. Although it said that Walt was more about the power trip than the money, oh. uh, which he apparently wasn't very good at attending to. I was something really mean. What? All those Capricorn placements. Yeah. He probably liked both. Oh, I'm sure he did, but he was more interested in the control and the power Mm. and what it afforded him like uh, to like um, make technology and advancements and Mm. stuff like that. Um, but he wasn't very good at the money side of things. <laughs> that's what he left Roy to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's where Roy came in. Roy Got came in. It. Yes. Oh, that was Roy's job. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. Oh no. All right. So enter the 1950s. Okay. Walt decides to open an amusement park in California mm-hmm. and Disneyland is open in 1955. Disneyland? Yeah. Disneyland. Yes. Okay. 
I've never been to that one. No, I, that's the one I would, I would want to go to. I would to. like to see yeah, that one. Yeah, if I had a choice between the two, little more I would definitely, film history feeling. Yeah, I yes. feel like it's, you know, I don't know. more vintage. Yes. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. All right. He didn't stop there. Okay. Because he had a newer, grandiose theme park on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was in 1966 that Walt began development on Disney World. You know what? In Orlando, Florida. It is magical. Can I just go? You've been there. Yeah. I have never. I've (laughs) never been there. I've never been there. I have. I've been there a few times. And you know what? I hate to say it. It is. I've only been on the outskirts. And I got to (laughs) say. Laura only made it to downtown Disney. Yes. That's like a story. And that was enough for me. Holy shit. I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. No. Oh, my goodness. Too much tchotchke for the tchotchke queen. I know. You've met your match. I did not buy one tchotchke there. Not one. It was too overwhelming. You know what I took home? The freaking coconut. <laughs> um, fruits that were on the tree at the hotel. Oh, Laura was That's taking the, the Florida foliage home. Uh. Anyway, so he begins development in Orlando, Florida, okay. and it included this new concept mm-hmm. a city known as the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Okay, what? Or Epcot for short. Oh my God, Epcot. Yes. (laughs) You know what? Okay, Now, if this was not a red flag, I do not know what the hell was. Why? What? So his original concept for Epcot looks Mm -hmm. a lot different from what it has become today. Oh God. All right? Okay. Walt was trying to build a utopian city. Uh Uh-oh. But I say utopian Uh only in his own mind Mm -hmm. um, because the vision that he had was that this city would like encompass people. As soon as you turned 18, you had to have a job. Oh. All right. Uh, there was no retiring. No, 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 no. <laughs> Excuse uh, Walt me, Walt thought that this was a good way to eradicate crime and poverty. Okay, buddy. All right. Uh, no one would own land in the city. Only Walt had that honor. Well, I was going to say, he of course, Walt could yes. own some. Yes. Mm-hmm. That way he could update. Daddy Walt. Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> da- Daddy Walt Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that way he could update and change the city and do uh-huh. you know whatever he wanted sure uh, cars would drive beneath the ground and weather would be controlled under this massive dome <laughs> dome <laughs> i don't know we why all but in a dome. <laughs> we all live in the epcot dome <laughs> got me good the way you the way you said dome i don't know why but it was really funny (laughs) all the day-to-day life activities would be controlled by disney there was no voting (gasps) no elected officials walt was the sole sovereign of epcot Ooh, I never want to go to Epcot again. Well, it's a damn shame that he died before that vision came to fruition. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Walt Disney passed away on December 15th, 1966 Mm -hmm. at the age of 65 from complications of lung cancer. Ouch. So he did not live long enough to see... Epcot not become that weird ass fucking fantasy of yours, you fucking weirdo. Okay. His vision. This comes episode to life. is not sponsored by Disney. No. Uh, oh we're never going to make that PR list. But uh, what a legacy that he left behind, right? 
yeah, you know, of course, I'm, try- yeah. I'm trying to. Uh, the Disney brand is pretty inescapable. Mm-hmm. Movies, television, theme parks, stores, Disney Plus streaming, yes. and the merch. I mean, holy shit. Okay, yeah. Talk about overwhelming. Talk about anxiety inducing going into those stores in that place. I was going to say crap. it was too much for you. <laughs> I mean, everything from <laughs> shirts to toasters to. I toasters. Mean, I mean, everything. Yeah. Had a freaking Disney Mickey Mouse something. On it. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves the sugary sweet world of Walt Disney and its creator. Right. But it seems that Walt was not all gumdrops and lollipops. Oh, no. At times, I feel he was just a Necco wafer. <laughs> worst candy in the world anything a wafer. Oh, disgusting this is coming from the girl that eats those fucking satellite styrofoam i only things. eat those because they remind me of my grandpa <laughs> they taste papa. they taste like shit <laughs> they do but a necko wafer worse you know what it is kind They're of bad disgusting do they even <laughs> still make those <laughs> I think gross so. yikes uh. all right so my next phase <laughs> will the real walt disney please stand up Ooh, lord <laughs> okay you're getting me all good right. here okay herself <laughs> all right so there seem to be two waltz the sweet loving public persona uncle walt as uh, Ew, he came i to don't be like it at all red flag number 50 <laughs> he never drank never smoked and always had a blue bird on his shoulder whistling a merry tune are you talking about? <laughs> this as he would say was a character he played Oh, and one that everybody loved. He was iconic. Okay, Sagittarius. And then there was the real Mr. Disney, a drinker, a heavy smoker, and a bit of a shady character. Ooh. Allegedly stating once that he was no longer Walt Disney anymore. Walt Disney is a thing. He felt trapped by what he had created in the public image. You know what? Fair enough. Like, you know what? I'll I'll give that to him. I'm sure he did. A bit of a Jekyll and Hyde, you might say. I was going to say, damn, is interesting this for Scorpio season. Whoa, right? Okay. And then moving into sad. Yeah. That's and so he's a Sagittarius, right? Okay. So the real Walt did not have such a great childhood growing up. Oh, no. And as a result, he began to create this world in which he would feel loved and safe. Okay. Ouch, I'm hurt. So that probably explains why all the parents die in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Every Revenge immediately dead. dead. Good night. <laughs> the child is abandoned. Dumbo abandoned. Bambi abandoned. All of you. Dude, he didn't have to go so fucking hard on Bambi. Ouch. As an adult, this led him to being described as troubled. Okay. At times depressed and reclusive. A few articles spoke of mental breakdowns oh, and no. OCD, like germophobia. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. do I remember that from Saving Mr. Banks? Did they mention yeah, that? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So occasionally he would hide himself away in his house, uh, playing with his enormous train collection. Okay, love a train. Which the only thing I can think of was Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos with the conductor hat. Dude, I'll never look at a train the same again. Every time I see a train store, R.E.M.'s. Everybody hurts and starts playing. Uh, oh my gosh. And when he would get into these uh, phases, I mean, he wouldn't even be there for his wife and kids. You okay. know what I mean? Ouch. I but, resonate. I know. <laughs> Depression sucks, Walt. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, it makes you feel a little bad, right? Yeah, it does a little bit. But then, oh, okay. when he wasn't at home playing with Thomas the Train, all right, <laughs> he, <laughs> he would make his way to the office. Okay. And upon entering the building, he would, become let, he would let out an intentional cough. And this was to announce his presence. <laughs> okay. The king had entered the building. Give me a fucking break. Right? Imagine me in that office. <laughs> Get yourself a lozenge and shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, that would be your last day in the office. <laughs> At which time it would get so quiet in there that you could hear a pin drop. Ew. Uh, okay. Like, yes. <laughs> he was not about any tomfoolery. He wasn't one to rah-rah the team. Okay, no. And he was pretty stingy with the accolades. Ew. He was also known to have a pretty fiery temper. Yeah. In which he would let loose and humiliate and ridicule <gasps> his staff in front of others. What did you say his Mars was? Was it Capricorn? Was it Capricorn? I'm not sure. Can okay, you don't need to. I'll investigate okay. later. But okay, it's just making sense to me. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so um, even Brother Roy was not exempt from his tirades. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, Roy. I think, and Roy was run, older than him. Roy, Roy was run. Run, Roy, run, Roy, run. <laughs> All right, anyone who disagreed with Walt, no matter how trivial, would ultimately find their way to the unemployment line the next day. <gasps> oh my God. Yes. One employee who had worked for him for 20 years was given the boot when he disagreed with Walt on a filming location choice. Ooh. You did not question Walt Disney. <laughs> that is what we're learning here. Okay, fuck. After being fed up with ill treatment, low wages, and promises that never were delivered upon, oh boy. his cartoonist attempted to form a union. <gasps> oh, I don't to see which, this going anywhere no, good. To which Disney retaliated mm. by bringing in armed guards, firing the organizers, cutting wages, and... <laughs> Did you say armed guards? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. And altering the opening hours of the studio coffee shop. I mean, I would have caved right there. <laughs> You're going to keep me from my coffee. (laughs) Wow. Right to the fucking heart. You know what? I give in. (laughs) It all came to a head when they formed a picket line and Disney had to be restrained from attempting to physically attack them. Oh my God. Yes. Okay, you little fucking weirdo. So let's dive a little deeper. Disney's viewpoints vehemently pointed to the conservative side. Okay. All that Capricorn. (laughs) Hello. And he did not (laughs) tolerate left-wing thinking. Okay, hold Ooh. on. Let me adjust my... Hold on. <laughs> Let me... We're getting serious. Okay. All right. All right. So during the Red Scare, you know... We've learned there, about We've this. learned about that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, good old Walt mm-hmm. was front and center like a dog in heat to testify before the House Un-American Activities Committee, giving in great detail the communist plot that was surely taking over Hollywood. If you need to, le- if you need some context, we talked about this in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, yes. I believe. I think I went into that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yes. now I'm getting, now I'm feeling the heat. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. He would point the finger at the Screen Actors Guild and his former animators as communists, running, ruining like many people's careers with his accusations, but he had no proof. It was like void of proof, but he ruined, yeah, ruined, you know, people's livelihoods. Jeez. Uh, He even went so far as to get a hold of that fucker, J. Edgar (gasps) Hoover, to report his suspicions on the communist threat. Okay, Walt. Walt, you're uh, looking like an ass. You're looking like a fucking ass. Untwist your panties, my guy. (laughs) My God. All right. So my next segment, 
is called Who Argues with Meryl Streep for Christ's Sake? Oh my God, Walt Disney did. <laughs> Meryl Streep. Okay, yeah. hold Are on. You ready? Now, okay, Are you ready? yes, All I'm right. intrigued. So back in 2014, right? Okay. Meryl Streep was on hand at the National Board of Reviews Awards where she was presenting okay. the Best Actress Award to Emma Thompson. Okay, love for her. her portrayal of P.L. Travers. Oh, right. And Saving Mr. Banks. Lore loves Saving I Mr. Love Banks. I love this movie. And if you haven't seen it, I'd say go watch it. But it's about the relationship between P.L. Travers, who wrote Mary Poppins, yes. um, and Walt Disney, and getting Mary Poppins onto the screen. If you have daddy issues, <laughs> here's the daddy tissue. But <laughs> <laughs> warning for that TM. one. <laughs> TM. Warning for that movie because it will, it will oh hit you. Oh, my gosh. It will it hit you hard jerker yeah. right anyway uh meryl takes these this opportunity okay <laughs> hold your award oh no <laughs> oh i remember yes. this she takes this opportunity to segue into this like 10 minute long yes. diatribe about her disdain for disney roast him calling him and meanwhile she was like i remember she this. was in into the woods oh, right yes so calling him a gender bigot with racist tendencies, who in his leisure time supported an anti-Semitic industry lobbying group. Go off, Meryl. Right? And I mean, she's Meryl <laughs> she Streep. Said, you give me the mic. She's like, I can scream from the pulpit and the masses are going to listen, right? You will hear what I have to say, I'm motherfuckers. I'm Meryl Streep. Damn. Uh, so let's talk about the queen of the screens allegations. Okay. All right. Ooh. Racist tendencies. Mm -hmm. This mm. is what I am most, like I have heard this the most often. Yes. All right. So it seems that Walt was a product of his time, okay. which of course is no excuse, mm -hmm. right? So many of the earlier Disney flicks now have to, uh, you know, have to contain a disclaimer I before you even watch that. them. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Here's what it reads. Okay. This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of mm. people or cultures they include. Now, several- Not of cute, the, Walt. Not no, cute. Not cute. And several of the articles that I read stated like he knew- and okay. that he thought it was funny. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? So it's not like he can claim ignorance. Got right, it. exactly. So the following titles, The Jungle Book, mm -hmm. Dumbo, mm -hmm. Aladdin, Lady and the Tramp, The Swiss Family Robinson, The Three Caballeros, and mm. Peter Pan. Oh, We've yikes. talked about Peter we Pan. We've talked about Peter Pan, yes. But the Mac Daddy of them all. Oh, no. The one that got Walt from the frying pan into the fire. <gasps> the one you can't even find. It's like a fart in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> is the Song of the South. Oh, oh, right. Buried so deep in that Disney vault. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they hope it will never see the light of day. <laughs> and Laura's here to unearth it. <laughs> Laura's like, let oh, me tell you goodness. about it. When Disney set out to release the Song of the South in 46, he was well aware mm, that was it was racist. I'm sure he was. Yes. Yes. Because it was very blatantly racist. Yes. Yeah. yes. The NAACP mm -hmm. picketed the movie, stating that although the movie could be applauded for its like technical advancements sure whatever the movie perpetuated a dangerously glorified picture of slavery mm -hmm. and g it gave the impression of a copacetic master-slave relationship mm -hmm. which of course is not the case uh yes yes uh, and I believe he did have a bluebird singing above his shoulder. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, the character in the movie. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen, like, yeah. I don't want to well, fucking see that. Yeah. And it didn't, I mean, it didn't, it's based on a book okay. of stories that if I recall was written by somebody that shouldn't have been writing it. Caught it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Sure do. So enough said there. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave that there. Ponder <laughs> it. All right. So Fall down that rabbit hole if you want. Right. So sexist. Mm, I mean, mm. yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go. Hmm. Yeah. And apparently, and again, I say that with every one of these comes many people saying, no, he hired people of color. No, he hired women. No, he hired Jewish people. Blah, 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 blah. Two things can be the same. He was very Jekyll and Hyde. Two things can be true at the same time yes, is what exactly. I meant to say. Yes. So was he sexist? Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to some, Walt did not trust women or cats. Okay. Mm. Wait. <laughs> the two things i don't trust, I don't trust women and cats. <laughs> does it have a pussy i don't <laughs> trust it uh, but in 1938 when a female job applicant applied for a job okay she received a letter from the big man himself mm. informing her that women do not do any of the creative work in preparing the cartoons for the screen this task is done entirely by men and he's talking about a creative job. Yes. Okay. So well, she first went- of all, let me just deconstruct your argument there, Walt. Well, one of the articles I read said that, you know, a woman would not fit into a male dominated atmosphere because, you know, they have to get kind of raunchy in their talk. Have you met because, me? No. <laughs> I know, right? Because that's how they relax and get creative, you know, and a woman would just not fit into that. I was like, oh my gosh, have they we met We to degrade women to get our creative juices flowing. It is the 50s. <laughs> I can't create unless I slap a bitch across the face. (laughs) But apparently, like, if you were hired for this position, you had to go through this arduous training program, which took, like, a long time, and it was, like, quite the investment from the studio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Walt's, you know, thinking was, like, why would we waste the money putting a woman into this training program because she's just going to To quit and get married and go have babies? (laughs) Okay, I'm never watching Walt Disney. <laughs> this is a costly okay. investment. Why would we invest in that? Uh, it's a waste of fundulation. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no. Women were suited to be tracers, which only makes me think of Chasing Amy and Jason <laughs> Lee's character. You're a tracer. You're a tracer. <laughs> um, in all fairness, this did seem to be the industry standard at the time. Don't care. But then again, he was you the industry. The standard, he was the industry, right? I was gonna say pretty that much, big of a name. You had some pull. He pretty much was the industry. Don't even try it, bitch. All right. So was he anti-Semitic? I mean, this yeah, seems probably. to be a big one that's back and forth mm-hmm. because um, Meryl did not actually call him anti-Semitic. Okay, she said he, you know. She skirted around <laughs> she it. She skirted around it, right. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is true that he hired many Jewish people at the studio, okay. and there is proof that he donated to many Jewish charities. Sure. So the the point in question is that he walked a very fine line with the people he called friends. But here's the thing. If you're walking that fine line. Exactly. That is where the debate comes in. That's where the debate comes in. Apparently he, he was like considered guilty by association just by the people that he hung out with and hitched his wagon to breed between the lines. Mm -hmm. He belonged to an organization known as the motion picture Alliance for the preservation of American ideals. Okay. Aiming to keep communism and fascism from taking over Hollywood. And we've already, you know, talked about that. Right, right. earlier but many of these members were considered 
anti-Semitic. Got it. Um, so although Walt was very well aware of this fact, he chose to turn a blind eye. Okay, so automatically you are the company guilty. you keep, right? Yeah, uh-huh. um, it didn't help that the original animated version of the Three Little Pigs had the big bad wolf portrayed as the stereotypical Jewish peddler, fucking which really? was very offensive. Oh, they shit, eventually changed and removed that after enough people complained about it. Oh, wow. Okay. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, you they have him hobnobbing <laughs> with like staunch supporters of Hitler. I told you. Yeah. It, I mean, then yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're guilty. Not not even guilty by association. I'm There's just gonna go ahead and fucking assume. There's that Libra though. You uh, know what I'm saying? Sure. Fence sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I can do the balance. But like that's like the extreme. Like if you're willing to fence it about something to that, that fucked that, yeah. that fucked up then yeah. you were not a fence sitter you're right. on the wrong side of the fucking track so right. no yeah, I exactly. would say you're guilty <laughs> roast <laughs> <laughs> I need a button to hit every time I want to roast your chestnuts roast. are roasted <laughs> Fuck you nuts. <laughs> All right. The next segment. Okay. Operation Big Chill. <laughs> I know where you're going. 10 out of 10. All right. A rumor began circulating short after Walt's, shortly after Walt's death. Okay. On December 15, 1966, mm-hmm. when a reporter for the tabloid mag, the National Spotlight, snuck into the hospital where Disney was being treated. Okay. A little weird. Disguised as an orderly. Okay. <laughs> He breaks into a wink, wink storage room okay. where he finds a deceased Disney suspended in a cryogenic chamber. Is it like Austin Powers? Like, was he standing up? <laughs> <laughs> you said suspended. So. Suspended, right. That's right. <laughs> Can you imagine walking into that being search. like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? But later, this was rumored to be relocated. To a freezer underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Okay, but why? I have so many questions. Why that ride specifically? I I love the pirate energy. I just really. It's a secret treasure. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Many predicted that Walt would be thought out in 1975. Wrong. (laughs) <laughs> this gives a whole new meaning to Disney on Ice. <laughs> Dude. The claims continued to flourish well into the 90s, fueled by former Disney employees who said they had expert, you know, evidence or whatever. And they gave expert quotes. So on here's the, matter. the thing. He cryogenically froze himself so that he could be thought out and he could just <laughs> come aboard the Go, present day. Move right on into Epcot. <laughs> so he can come and be a fuckwad in the present day. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Okay, wow. So the whole thing was later debunked and the entire matter chalked up as an urban legend. Yeah. In reality, the family claims Walt was cremated two days after his death and resides in the family mausoleum in the Forest Lawn Cemetery. However, I don't believe this. The service was only attended by his wife and his kids and their families. So nobody knows. Mm. Mm, I think he's frozen. Do you? Yeah. And then you get into that whole thing. So and then you, when you just said Disney on ice, when did that start? Disney on ice? I don't know. Because there's this whole thing about like that they created the movie Frozen. So yes. that when you searched mm-hmm. Disney Frozen, that got that. buried in this fucking Frozen movie because that's all you can find. So you wouldn't that find is, ten, I'm, That's I'm another old, conspiracy theory. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you needed to fucking say. Walt's on and ice. And then when you said Disney on ice, I was like, oh my God. 
There's another one. Yeah. It's gonna be real hard to find because yeah. if I'm like Disney on Ice, as in cryogenically frozen, I'm gonna get fucking like go to Pittsburgh. Beauty and the Beast on ice skates. Go, go to fucking see Belle skate around on fucking ice. In the hockey arena. That's so wild to think about, yeah. isn't it? That's, That's creepy. <laughs> this is so the shit funny. I used to read about as a kid on yeah. like E-Bombs World. I'd be, <laughs> I wouldn't sleep for weeks. I'm like, Disney's hanging out there frozen. And I'm gonna <laughs> Well, if you were reading about that, I'm sure that you read about this. Oh, no. So my next segment is entitled, I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick <gasps> some ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Okay, what? Okay, so Disney has long been accused of hiding sexual subliminal <gasps> messaging. Oh, my God, yeah. Into our family-friendly flicks. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Leading some to believe it's an evil satanic empire. Okay, why Why does sexual mean satanic? Would y'all get a fucking new script? Get the fuck you know, out of here. They are hell-bent on corrupting our innocent minds. It's just minds. probably some fucking little perv that was like, hey, it's, it's, it's probably a lot less here. sinister. It's like, probably like some fresh out of school left behind the ears animated. It's like it was when like, you type boobs on the calculator and you're like, huh? <laughs> they just wanted I don't to have think a, it's that deep. A bit of a lark. But you know what? Maybe it is. Because I have also fallen down the rabbit holes of like, they're trying to corrupt children. Yeah, I have. You know what? Okay, I see the other side of the argument. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> My Aquarian mind won't let me live in the, like, not surreal. So, next time you're watching some of your favorite Disney flicks, be yeah. on the lookout for the smut, right? Are you going to give me some? You, can you spot, just said smut, LOL. Are you going to give me some examples? You can spot some penises standing in attention. <laughs> in the Little Mermaid. In the castle in the Little Mermaid. <laughs> she a thick one, too. <laughs> Or in Minnie's dress on the cover art for Euro Disney. I don't know that one. And even a priest gets in the act with his flag at full mass. <laughs> Little mermaid wedding. <laughs> Dude, there's oh, what's that one with the mice? What's the one with the mice? Oh, Cinderella? No. <laughs> No, it's like the rescuers, the rescuers. Oh, naked lady. Yes, there's a yes. naked lady in the window. In the window. Yep, and then Aladdin. Yeah. They say something. Yeah, They say it. something fucking weird. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jessica Rabbit goes full commando in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit was hot. Okay, the naked TM. lady appears in the window of the rescuers. Yeah. Does anybody even know that movie? The I rescuers? Think, yeah. That was maybe like a... I. I don't That's know. An old one. Was you that gotta, in the 80s? I feel like that one got yeah, missed a little bit. But I feel like you watched that a lot. I did. The word sex can be seen in the clouds Lion of the King. Lion King. Why and do I know this so well? I, exactly. Because <laughs> you were researching this shit. Well, this they happened. were corrupting your mind. It explains well, so much. Well, I feel like news broke about this when mm. I was like young. Yeah. Like this was all over Once like the, the first days hit. of the internet. Yeah. This was all over yeah. the like, you know, conspiracy theory sites. And you. of course I was on them. <laughs> I was Fox Motor like give me all the conspiracies. Um also sex can be seen in an in a scene in the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. In Aladdin, the subliminal message Good teenagers take, take off, off their, their clothes. clothes. I remember this. Yes. Can be heard by Aladdin in a muffled voice. Yeah, he goes like good teenagers take off their clothes. It's so weird creepy once kind of you like, start picking up on these things paul is dead it is very much so that's so interesting you said that because i like back masking 
was yes. I would I was mm-hmm. learning about all of this at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah. It was like yeah, like subliminal Crazy. messaging was really big in like the early two thousands. Yeah. You know what I have to say about that? What? Say it pray for the youth of America. Yeah, so we could go on and on. There was so much information, so much like each of these little snippets I gave you can dive deeper and there's so much. So although Uncle Walt has long shuffled off this mortal coil, his legacy continues to bring peace. Or to piss, bring depending millions, on how exactly. you feel after this. Piss and vinegar. Uh, <laughs> it continues to bring millions of people and children joyful memories. And it I does. applaud that. I applaud that. You know hey, what I mean? You gotta give flowers where flowers That's are due. right. But yeah. let's make no mistake that a person who amassed what Walt Disney amassed in his lifetime mm-hmm. did not do so by being sugary sweet uncle walt no you're gonna be stepping on yeah, people right and to, just yeah. be, just because he's gone doesn't mean he's off the hook for current transgression so there are a few so just Uh-oh. because disney buried the faux pas of song of the south okay they continued to run the ride in I, orlando the called last time i was there it was up and running and i was looking like yeah which here? has ties to song of the south yeah it was reimagined after the george floyd Oh yeah. yeah, didn't so they that just was like twenty twenty? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, and they so and they've just recently removed the Zippity Doodah song, oh, which fuck. is like yeah. the main sure. popular song from the Disney parade. Really? Yeah. Okay. Weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little late, buds. Yeah. A few years back, Peter Dinklage was up in arms. Okay, Peter. After learning of Disney's upcoming remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, okay, condemning Disney for continuing to utilize outdated stereotypes. Got it. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, Earlier this year, the Disney company found itself at the helm of a lawsuit. Okay. Claiming it owes female workers in upwards of $150 million in wages. Whoa. As a result of a pay gap going back to 2015. <clears throat> about 10,000 women me? about 10,000 women allege that the Disney Corporation has been paying females about 2% less than men doing the exact same job. Ooh, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Get it 2015? Get it 2015 to present. That's what I'm saying like really? Yeah. Ooh, get it together, Disney. Get it fucking together. Roast get it. Get it together. <laughs> Smashing my button. You, Roast it. I have deemed you roast worthy. <laughs> I have dubbed the unforgiven. <laughs> get out of here with that and shit. that is the roast of Walt Disney. Lord, whoa. Whoa. Okay, so, so I like new little bits of that, mm-hmm. but thank you for putting it all under one. Yeah, okay, there's a, a lot to ponder. A lot to ponder. Mm-hmm. My mind is like well, mush. Well, before we sat down, we were talking about this and I was like, it's hard because I like a lot of Disney films, sure. but I know this dude was a piece of shit. And Jake's like, yeah, but it's like, it is just like a fucking faceless corporation at this sure. point. You can't, you yeah. know, and he kind of alluded to that. Interesting. You know, right. like he was just a commodity. He still did a some, cog in the wheel. Some fucking fuckery. Yeah. Okay, my guy. Behind the scenes. Yeah, but toot, um, toot. it is interesting <laughs> now, like... Yeah, damn. There's a lot bubbling beneath that surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cryogenically frozen thing was like huge was when huge, I was young. Yeah. That was like all the yeah. fuck, that was all anyone talked about. So what do you think? Is he buried underneath parts of the Caribbean? You know what? I just like, I feel <laughs> that's a really odd choice. I feel like would my spirit want to listen to fucking Yo-ho. the pirates of the Yo-ho? Oh, and a bottle of rum. 
I mean, I picked probably any other ride. Maybe that was his alter ego. And it has a weird fucking smell in that place. I would not have. It smells like musty water. Maybe it's Walt. You know what? We've cracked the case. (laughs) Case closed. Case closed, baby. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah, what is underneath that ride is that scene in Austin Powers where everyone's just frozen. That's what's really living under there. I would, you know what? I would not be fucking surprised. Oh my goodness. Um, That's the pirates. They bring them up. In a chamber in the morning, take them back down. Ooh, it turns into like a house of wax kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is a good movie. Is Jared good Padalecki movie script. There? TM. Oh my gosh. Hey, thanks for that roast. Hey, you bet. I think you're great at roasting. I is think that, that right? was a 10 out of 10. I didn't see any problem with okay. what you just presented to me. Awesome. We definitely need a roast theme song and a roast button. Yeah. So I if love anyone it. can, you know. Make that happen? Yeah, I, d- I definitely need a button. A button. And I feel like we need like, you know, like an attire, like a roast coat, like a, like oh a members only jacket that we wear only for roasts. A Hugh Hefner. Okay, yeah. He deserves one. He My deserves God. a roast yeah, as well. You know what? He will deserve one for the next runner up, which has to be Jack Nicholson. So, Oh my God, I know. People really want you to roast Jack Nicholson. Oh my gosh. They really do. That's another mind bender. All right. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. That's right. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll see you Friday. Yeah, for a full length episode. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.